youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg, and once again, we're joined by everybody's second favorite cum guzzler. It's James. 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on YouTube, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhem Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. And make sure to rate us five stars. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. As I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And tell me, Greg, why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? Because we frequently allow certain people to be on the show that... You know, we probably shouldn't for legal reasons. Although that was all cleared up, if you uh, remember. Now, we have a very not-so-special-at-all guest. Nick from uh, YouTube.com slash the Tic Tac Man. That was only because uh, Nick paid off the judge. One, I just like to point out that freedom is freedom, and acquittal is acquittal, son. I just want to point that out. (laughs) (laughs) That glove did not fit my cock, so therefore they had to quit. <laughs> oh, Before we get started on this very special episode, I got a little kind of, uh, it's not really even a story, it's kind of an observation, uh, if you will. And my observation is, after so long, jerking off can only do so much. Like, when after so long of like not doing else, I just feel like jerking off is just no longer worth it it's it's not even a point there's no point to it anymore like i mean there is a point to it i mean as ryan likes to put it the release is the goal but it just becomes old tiring and it's just it's not even fun anymore it's just annoying when you spend such a long time just jerking off Uh, the way you made it sound it was like your the tip of your dick was like a blade and you were like wearing like ugh. It's getting dull down there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's as small as what it already is. It's pretty easy to get it worn out, and I've pretty much worn it out. The calluses and blisters on my hands from all the jerking off I'm doing, it's just not It's just not worth it anymore. It needs to be lubricated via a uh, va- uh, vaginal secretions. As what uh, it, yes, it yes. it sharpens, sharpens the blade, if you will. It makes the senses more um, delicate down there. And that is exactly what I need, and that is a reason this is the podcast your mother can be. So as I said, this this episode is special. How is it special? Well, we have musicians. Oh, and you're thinking, wait, we've had musicians before, but this is the first time that not only have we had musicians, we don't have just a specific musician from a group. We have the entire group. You may remember back to episode 67, we had a little special group appear out of nowhere, the Slam Squad. So we have all the members from the Slam Squad on this episode. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Come on, boys. Let's get rowdy up in here. Tic Tac Man, son. What's up, everybody? Dunk em. I'm going to dunk em my nuts in their bitch's mouth. What's up? What's good? What's up, everybody? I'm Uncle Slam. Let's get right into this interview with the Slam Squad. And the first question of this interview is, are your influences? 
you know, I, I draw a lot from uh, Tupac Shakur. I just I just wish I, I could be half as black as he was. Verbally, I, I go with the, the rhyme styles of someone like Watsky, but I just break it down and throw a little flowbot rhythm into it. I would have to say that some of my influences include, of course, you know, the great Eminem. Also, like, the old school legends, you know, like the Beastie Boys, Run DMC, Ice-T, guys like that. But also a lot of the uh, more, like, alternative hip-hop artists, you know, guys like MF Doom, Cool Keith, Tyler the Creator, and the rest of the Future Gang. Guys like that really influenced my style. I feel like I try to take a little bit from all different kinds of hip-hop instead of just one style because I feel that just trying to pigeonhole myself into one genre is just just so boring when there's so many others to experience out there. I uh, have a lot of influences. A lot of what Uncle Sam said and uh, of course I like Tupac too. And uh, Wu Tang, I like their stuff Wu-Tang. too. And uh, yeah, all right. He Dunk- caught him on court Sam. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, for, I, I, I was expecting him to be like, plant. "There's this homeless man down the street who like raps for a change," and I really like what he does. And I was mm-hmm. thinking from that. I feel, I feel, I feel like it's. James should just bust on Greg with shit by calling it. He, uh, it felt like he didn't pers- uh, like intentionally, uh, unintentionally call him Uncle Sam and sounded like he was straight up trying to bust on him. But anyways. Alright, so uh, let's move on to the second question. What artist do you consider that you listen to as your guilty pleasure? Oh, that'd be uh, Key Sweat. I like some Key Sweat when I'm in the bedroom. Sometimes when I'm in the, sh- you know, dunk him. <laughs> My guilty pleasure is Andrew W.K., I don't really see how that's a guilty pleasure. I mean, you it's know. not real music. <laughs> Who the fuck is Andrew WK? Not real music. That guy fucking. And, and, owns. Unless you count his Gundam album, anything he's done is just party and three just arranged differently. <laughs> that's still a lot better than most other music out there, and a lot more verbally unique than most other music out there. But I don't consider it real music because the it feels like he he puts effort into it. Yes. But not enough. Really, not enough. Whatever. I, I like so, I like some subject variety. It's all party all the time. Do I really want to admit this on the podcast? Probably oh not my that God. one. Greg loves blood on the dance floor secretly. Oh fuck no! Hell no! Oh fuck those! <laughs> fuck those guys! Fuck them Oh wait, wait for a guilty pleasure. Can I? Can I? Can I count Falling in Reverse's first album? Uh, no, We're, we have your answer. Oh damn it. Um. Fuck. Come on, just okay. say what you're gonna say. God damn, I really don't wanna say this around you guys. James said fucking Keith Sweat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay, fine. Broken side. Say it. Oh, Broken fuck side. No. God damn. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna say it right now. I like the insane clown posse. You're fired. Oh. <laughs> Get off of here. Get out of here. You're fired. The slam squad is going to come to your house and rape you to death. Like that's like you're you're just you're just no longer you don't even See, get. To, I told you, you I told you this is why this is why I can't work with you people because you guys <laughs> fucking jump on me all the fucking time whenever I try to speak my fucking mind. Greg's Fuck you guys, I'm going solo. <laughs> like, so let's let's move into a little bit more serious of questions because there's no way you can take anything serious after hearing that. So <laughs> let's see, let's go a little bit more serious with the questions. 
Would you rather be fucked to death by a horse or gangbang a family member with the rest of the Slam Squad? Holy shit. To- totally just gangbang it with the rest of the Slam Squad. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. You guys didn't even have to think twice about it. Like, I, I don't want to fuck. Well, because one ends in death. <laughs> we're, we're, like, like, we're all on the same page. I have this paraplegic cousin who just needs this. I mean, I, I don't want to keep, you know, slamming till I'm old. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't want to, like, end up, like, fucking croaking because it's like, hey, I'm going to take this horse cock up the ass. No, and because, I mean, that's going to fucking kill me. I mean, you're, you're fucking stupid if you think somebody's going to pick that. Jesus Christ. What if, like, Greg what if, already has enough time with lock there. Sometimes he'll be slamming, and then all of a sudden, shit will roll out. <laughs> what, what if it's not to death by the horse? What if it's just plowed by a horse or gangbang a family member? Well, you said plowed to death. So. Well, I, I'm, cha- I'm changing the question. Let's say it's not plowed to death, and it's just plowed, period. I still wouldn't be able to shit right ever again. Fuck no, I'm not doing that. Okay, so with that being said, let's move on to question, which is also a little bit more serious. Would you ever let somebody give you a rusty trombone? And for, those, yeah, yes. for those who maybe not know what a rusty trombone is, maybe it's one of you guys, maybe it's a listener, it's when you get your salad tossed from behind while getting a hand job. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All I gotta say is, is that if I'm gonna have somebody give me one, I gotta get my ass waxed first. You know what? You know what? I thought Nick has already one... waxed your ass, or is that not the kind of waxing you're talking? Oh no, about? he no he 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 doesn't he doesn't how hairy it is. He likes it. Oh. Mm. he likes to fight his way through <laughs> fucking dingleberries. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> saying, you, you know, have you this... ever? Because I would have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as I'm not the one who's doing the look, I'm totally fine. Like I, I don't mind waking up Sunday morning having a waffle with my brunch and then getting a rusty trombone while I eat that waffle. That'd be fucking wonderful. No, James, you're saying that you have received one. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Tickled more than anything. <laughs> but yeah. No, did you like reach back and spread them? I was kind of like laying down. I don't know how to explain it. Like laying on my side, I guess. So she was spreading. Okay. The next question is snowballing, yay or nay? Uh, it all depends on who swallows, in my opinion. As long as I'm not the one who's doing swallowing, I don't mind having it in there for a couple seconds because I can just build up enough spit so that it really doesn't matter. Gay, no. Maybe just to see what it tastes uh, like? I don't know. Uh, well, if you wanted to see what it tastes like, why don't you just, like... Put it on your sandwich like mayonnaise or something. Or, like, shoot it into your hand and just lick it out of your own hand if you want to know that bad. Yeah. You sucker. <laughs> Put it in one of your favorite drinks. Anything. Here it's could, great for sweetening your coffee. Or, <laughs> or you could, uh, you could like lay down on your back and then like kind of where your like ass is up against maybe like a wall and your shoulders are on the ground and then you could just jerk into your own mouth, I guess. Dude, my my gut gets in the way. Okay. Well, I mean, you can you can let it land on there and then let it slowly drip off and into. Yeah, the, the slow molasses dribble. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you could try that if you want. I mean, should uh, I try it now or should I wait? You should probably go back to us next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So this next question is, what do you think sets the Slam Squad apart? We're filthier than two live crew. Well, we we go a little farther than anybody else would. The only person who I feel that can compare to us, well, the only few people who I feel can compare to us in terms of how far we go with lyrics would be Eminem, 
early Tyler the Creator and Earl Sweatshirt. Everybody else, though, they don't come close to matching us. Did I hear Hank Williams' sweatshirt? We are Hank Williams' lyrics meets Beastie Boys' sound. (laughs) That's Nick's solo project right there. Everyone can find you on Twitter at The Slam Squad. They can also find you on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Slam Squad, to get all their information there. Now, the next question is, do you guys have any upcoming releases or any songs out there that anyone can find? Yeah, we're working on a mixtape crew for uh, put out out there. Uh, we're super hyped about it. We're we've been working on it super hard. We've been applying our craft to it, and we're hoping that we'll be able to release it eventually. And you guys will just fucking go nuts for it. So again, just to remind everybody, you can find the Slam Squad on Twitter at the Slam Squad or on Facebook at facebook.com/the Slam Squad. Greg, give me a beat. No, we're not going to do that because it'll be bad. You're, you are not freestyling, no. We have talked about this before, Tic Tac. You suck at freestyling. No, 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 no. Now I want to hear it. Give him a beat, Greg. Oh, oh, James is going to give him a beat. Here we go. You going? You about to go in? <laughs> You can't somebody, stop fucking laughing. Somebody get in on this. I want to hear a freestyle now. Oh, Greg, hit See a beat. See what I say. Greg, what hit I a say. beat. I want to hear. I want to hear uh, Uncle's. I mean, James freestyle. I don't remember what his name is. Duncan. 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 Uh oh. Ah fuck. So glad we have someone in the studio and shit for us. Because my God, some, some <laughs> that sounded like someone was listening to that in a shitty system where their fucking stereo speakers were blown out. <laughs> That's what I was and going for. Just quit on them. <laughs> it, like, oh. it just fucking quit. Oh, no one's gonna freestyle. Greg, come on, freestyle, brother. Well, he's gonna need a beat. James, you had a pretty good beat, actually. <laughs> really? Better than anything else that we could produce. <laughs> <laughs> It's like being the smartest retard in the village. Go. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh my god. Just throw a couple yos, 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 and then just just spit it out. That's, that's what I mean. You're fucking be-rabbiting it right now. You're about to fucking puke up some goddamn mom spaghetti on your fucking yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, just be like, yo, 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 I was in my ride getting head from this chick, and then, uh, <laughs> something weird. Well, yeah. Then we went and saw a flick. No, 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 if, if we're talking about, like, necrophilia here, here. something in the rap, it would be... Lay it down. Lay, lay down that beat. It would be like, the other fucking day, I was getting hit from this, fuck, I keep stuttering, god damn it. Lazy Sunday slamming on Granny's cold-ass fanny. Okay, if no one's going to freestyle, we're going to move on to this second topic here. The second topic is, and I'm terrified to do this topic because of Nick being on here, but I'm also kind of terrified because we have the entire Slam Squad on here, and I know it's probably going to go horribly, horribly awry. But this next topic, or the second topic, is sexual fantasy. 
since I didn't really talk much in the last one except for asking the questions, I'll go ahead and say what one of my weird sexual fantasies are. I want to find a female that's blonde, um, very, very blonde, like, so blonde, almost white like the platinum blonde, because I'm not really attracted to blondes. So, like, take, like, a platinum blonde, and then I want to put or have her wear a ton of eyeshadow and eyeliner like real dark black and then i want to face fuck her until she cries all of that black makeup down her face wow badass i was probably gonna take a while to as a package man (laughs) start with your thumb you know just just jam jam some fingers in her mouth yeah it's a fantasy damn it so i fantasize that i have a bigger dick I should have just went with that as my fantasy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my fantasy would be get a girl with those big fucking nerdy glasses, and I don't care how. I'm just gonna go with anal sex because that's what I that's what I that's my real passion in life. Just fucking slam her in the ass and then pull out and like blow on those fucking glasses and make her slurp it off. All right. My 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 wildest sexual fantasy is to have a bigger penis. <laughs> My weirdest fantasy is probably Gen that V card. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that no, that would only be weird for her or him. <laughs> oh, him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this point, I just don't fucking care anymore. I think you've already proved that through all the rest of the episodes between <laughs> between us coming back at fifty one and now. I think you've proved you don't give a fuck anymore. You were just like, I will fuck anything. Uh, and I think Nick could back me up on this one is uh, cosplay sex. I do have interest in cosplay sex. I think what I suggested borderlines on cosplay sex. Because I mean, you know, there's just something that would be awesome about you know getting to fuck. A girl who is dressed as like a character from like a comic book or a movie or or. So instead instead of spending all day jerking off to Sailor Moon, you want to spend all day fucking Sailor Moon. Pretty much, yeah. I just want to see how, what noises Hatsumi Miku can make. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing about Japanese porn that gets me. They always sound like they're not having a good time. I know that does it for <laughs> Nick, but what I'm saying is, it's always like you're not sure if they're in pain or if they're enjoying themselves, if they're crying, and I'm just like. I don't know if I can I can just to this and, yeah, and but Nick that's in real life stuff like <clears throat> Japanese stuff that they have that's, out there cause yeah that's what it is absolutely fucking amazing that's what I'm talking about Nick on the other hand that's like his biggest turn on is that un- uncertainty it's really a thrill it really is because you're <laughs> like is this hurting them well they're they're so submissive I wouldn't stop anyways <laughs> chloroform's the best. <laughs> Remember that one time I mixed up chloroform and chlorophyll? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, plants. I think we were filming. He came up right behind this bitch and just smeared her face with green shit, and it was terrible. <laughs> I think we were filming an episode of This Is Wit, and I had to I had to say something about chloroform, and I said chlorophyll instead of chloroform. It was fucking hilarious because I didn't realize that I had said chlorophyll instead of chloroform. And then him and Adam, uh, Nick and Adam, were just losing their shit. And I was confused as why they were laughing because I was like, it's not even that funny. And then they were like, dude, chlorophyll, what are you going to fucking blades of grass or whatever the fuck they said? (laughs) Go ahead, James. What were you saying? Gentlemen, start your engines with the slam squad. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, (laughs) I've been stroking this entire time. (laughs) But, yeah. but uh, the naughty MILF librarian and her uh, smoking hot daughter. Oh, God. Well, we knew, <laughs> we knew, like, 
I'm about to whip it out right now. What's we gonna do when we're done here? I mean, if it, if it wasn't obviously perfectly clear by <laughs> oh, go fuck a female lumberjack while using maple syrup as a lubricant. Oh wow, that sounds amazing. It all sounds amazing for you, Greg. But, but yeah, but to to be fair, like with Greg, like I said, Greg will pretty much fuck anything at this point. Between between episode fifty one and now, I think he's pretty much proved that he's ready to fuck anything at this point. And that leads us into our third topic, Greg necrophilia. Do you partake? Okay, not gonna lie, I am willing to do just about anything to get laid. Not that though, because I mean that's just a fucking disgusting. B. Well, I guess it's just fucking disgusting. I mean, I, I thought he was going to say and B. Well, you know what? I would actually do it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, why is it that you guys always uh, come up with the funnier shit than I do? I should definitely say a lot of this shit, but I can't think of it until like after you guys say it. And it's like, oh, it's too fucking late now. The moment's passed. Reminds me of sex. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have lasted longer. Well, it doesn't matter now. The moment's passed. Mm. Like, if I had a a contract with them that upon their deceasal or demise that I could deceasal deceasal upon their demise I I could I could then violate them because there's there, there's just some girls and I'm like wow I'd totally like you better dead because you have a <laughs> shitty personality well I get a question how dead yeah that's what I was I was gonna bring that uh, up but I mean it's brain dead count can we say <laughs> With certainty that Nick hasn't already partaken in the uh, particular act that we are speaking of. Dude, he probably has. I mean, no, knowing him, I mean, shit, dude, he probably has, like, umpteen corpses hidden in his basement. So, I mean, you know. They're in the backyard. We all met. Like, dude, he just the digs them up when he, you know, when he uh, can't find anybody else to play with. So, I mean, you know, it's, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. So, how that's dead? Why I brought a, that's why I bought a heater. It's for their thighs. Oh man, there's uh, uh, Greg. Your your question of where's the line? There's the line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, now to answer uh, James's question, how dead? Where's the line with that? How dead? Like, say for example, back in episode fifty-one, we talked about if your significant other, well, whoever you were fucking, died while you were fucking. At that point, like, if they die and you don't realize they've died and you continue to fuck, are you committing uh, necrophilia at that point in time? Yeah, probably. Well, you are, but even though you don't know they're dead, is it still is it it's still the same thing to you? Yeah, it, it, I would still I consider it. I mean, I would be disgusted with myself afterwards, but I mean, you know. But you wouldn't stop. Done, yeah, what's done is done. I feel so dirty and then I come what back if? for seconds because <laughs> you don't want that to go to waste. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like not, hit it's, like, shit. it's like not having a refrigerator, you know, you don't want any leftovers, basically, is what Nick's saying, you gotta finish it all off, you don't want it to go to waste, fucking Christ. I mean, yeah. you can, you, it, you can call it, like, after, after she goes cold. See, that, that's where I, I was thinking to try to answer James's question of how dead, now, if you go off the theory, like, we followed in episode 51 of it, like, happens during the act, and Greg says, even in that situation, that it's still te- technically necrophilia because the person is deceased. Even though they were alive when the act started, he says, by the time you finish, that's still necrophilia technically. To me, I kind of feel that doesn't count. Because, like... You uh, went in say, with the intentions of, I'm going to get this living. 
Yes, and and they mm. they consented while living most um, uh, well oh. probably except for in like next case they you know probably consented and then they died during the act and if you didn't know they died is I mean I feel like necrophilia yes it is the act of having uh, having sex with someone that's deceased but I feel like on a technicality the person has to be deceased before the act starts for it to technically be. What if you're draining the life out of her? What do you mean? How you said earlier? Slow like a hog. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like uh, if you're going into it knowing when you climax, she's going to be dead. Well, so you're you're the one that's um, you're taking the Ending life. the life. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm going to defer to our expert. <laughs> well, you're going in it with the intent of no, or the intent of climaxing in a dead body. I think it all lies in the intent, and you, sir have committed the act of necrophilia so, so the answer to the question earlier not very dead yeah so basically not and uh, not very meaning that um alive Cold. when rigors set in at least and in, in, okay so you're saying that if rigors has set in and then you partake it, it, that's, that's gonna be well, way tighter by the way if you if you wait <laughs> uh how long does it take oh what is it like 16 hours or something like that? 7? I, uh, I can't... Well, then, can can we agree that it, it doesn't even have to be the point to where rigors has, uh, rigors has set in, but can we agree to the point to where if the body is cold... Yep. Yes. So, if the body is cold, and then you insert at that point... But I've been with cold before, and it's not pleasant. What? Quit trying to incriminate And she yourself. was living. That, that was oh, the sad uh-huh. part. She was living in cold. What? Yeah. I think he's taking a dig at somebody he used to date. Wow, who would have guessed that? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Uh-huh, fuck you, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Now let's let's break it down. So you guys are all four. If they're alive when the act starts and dies during it, you you partake at that point because you. Or agreeing that that's not, you know, you're yeah, not considering... That, that, that lies in the intent. You're intending to fuck a live person and they just happen to die. So, mm-hmm. you're, so you're all cool with that? Yeah. Uh, I'm cool with that as well. I'm not cool with the fact that they died. I'm just cool with saying, like, wasn't my fault because, yeah. If the body has gone cold, you're saying you do not partake. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean... Can, can I put, like, a couple hot hands down there? <laughs> Jesus oh Christ! Um, just make like a slit and just stuff her full of hot hands. And... Yeah, I mean, if that's what you want to do. Hey, man. I mean, if that if that works out, then maybe I'll maybe I'll second guess what I was uh, talking about earlier. Maybe that means I can finally get some ass play. So he's <laughs> looking for. A man. And this is this is all why this is the podcast. Your mother can be ashamed of, ladies. <laughs> okay. We've, now... ju- we've just discussed violating a corpse. I just discussed violating a corpse. Now, Nick's onto something here, and that's the only way you can you can guarantee you can do anything you want at the at that point. Does that change your answer? Say that yes. I didn't even get done explaining it, and Greg's like, "Oh yeah, if I can do anything I want, why the fuck wouldn't it change my answer?" My answer is, <laughs> I don't care how cold that shit is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It could be fucking frozen in the tundra and get my dick wet. Oh, I don't nice. know if I want to get it wet if it's frozen in the tundra, considering the fact that it would then freeze and snap off. Oh, so there, there's another uh, another question. Is it also depend on um, how big she is? Because if you're in the frozen tundra after, say, like, uh, to make another Star Wars reference, say you're going to freeze to death in the tundra, she's already dead. Uh, aside from cutting her open and, and staying inside of her to, to live, do you uh, fornicate her corpse? 
Well, you know, fornication does cause a lot of heat. It's a good exercise, and it keeps uh, it's kept people alive through. I don't know. I don't conditions like that. like that. So my question, Greg, is: Do you cut her open and stay inside of her first, or do you fornicate her and then cut her open and stay inside of her? I don't want to ask Nick that question because I'm pretty sure, again, he's probably been through that. Um, fuck her and then cut open the body and uh, stay inside to keep warm. So do I, I guess I should answer it, do I partake? Fuck no, you guys are fucked up pieces of shit, every single fucking one of you. There is, there is no goddamn, it doesn't matter how dead, how not dead, how cold, how not cold, every single one of this shit. The only, <laughs> the only way that, it, that I could say that I would be involved in the act was if she died during the process of it and I did not know and technically committed the act in any other way, shape, or form that's fucking disgusting. And you are all sick-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and this has gone too fucking far. Jesus Christ, Lord and well, Savior. Now, now we got to judge hey. Mike. We we have we have to judge him. Hey, you were the ones who you were the one who wanted the slam squad on, and this is what you get when you bring in the slam squad. So you know what? Men willing balls deep all day. Yeah. No Nick, I would like to thank you for coming on and being a guest again, and I would like to thank the Slam Squad in their entirety for showing up and entertaining these people, or at least, you know, possibly making them turn this shit the fuck off. Yeah, the show don't Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Greg. And James. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Android, YouTube, all of those locations. And donate to us on PayPal because the Slam Squad not only could use the funding, so could the show. That does it. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Later, fellas.